Hey everybody, it's A7XFan Ben again, and this is vlog, I think, number 22, and the third video blog I've done. Today is the glorious 1st of June, so this was a battle fought back in 1794 uh, between the British and the French, and as you can see from the Wikipedia page, the British definitely won the battle, um, but the French, I think their convoy escaped, so it's actually a really interesting battle to read about if you want to look at it. And... I actually have a new article uh, blog post up on my site called Destroying Forts, uh, How to Wreck Forts. Uh, and you may have seen the YouTube video about this already, but sometimes I'm going to try to have content in all the different formats, like written, video, audio. So this is basically a written form of that video. So, And I made sure to include something I forgot in the video, uh, which is flotillas and the sniping ability. So if you're if you stay out of a fort's range and blast away with the extended range keyword or the sniping ability where you can double the range and hit on a six. Um, you can stay out of a fort's range unless it's Ramsgate and uh, and try to take the fort out that way. So and then I've also got a few pictures and these first two were economy edition actually where the cursed attacked a French fort and uh, and they took out a Spanish one as well. The, well the Franco-Spanish were allied in that game so same faction essentially. So those were two of my favorite pictures involving forts, and in this case, destroying forts. And then the final picture was uh, a really interesting game that I'm looking forward to hopefully getting the battle report back up someday, um, where the American Pirates took on High Peng Fort Frenzy. Those are two of my best fleets ever, maybe my two most competitive fleets that I've made. Um, and, uh, and in this case, the Americans beat the fort, but I think... Um, I think High Pang Fort Frenzy may have won the game, but anyway, uh, it was a really classic game. So hopefully more on that later, but so I've got that. I've got a, a battle report, an old battle report up that I reposted from 2011, because I'm doing, once every Friday, I'm going to post a, an old battle report on my fan site, and eventually I'll have them all up someday, hopefully, but I still have to redo a lot of them, the ones with pictures and whatnot, so. And... Next is the deal of the day. So this is going to be a 18-pack booster box of Mysterious Islands sold by Wild Loot Sellers. The ones they have the the OE box as well for 40. So this is $30 free shipping. I'll put a link in the description below. Um, it's a pretty decent deal. Mysterious Islands isn't a great set, but it's pretty interesting. A lot of people like uh, the submarines. And if you're a fan of the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or Jules Verne in general, or submarines in general, it uh, could be a good set for you. And the Mysterious Islands gimmick is one that definitely adds flavor to the game. Not always great, but uh, it definitely makes things more interesting. So next is the card of the day. So 1 through 14 for the set. I got set number 8, which is Frozen North, I believe. Yep, so yeah, Frozen North is the 8th set released out of the 13 that were officially released. So I go to the Frozen North page here on the database, and then I'm going to load uh, the numbers here and see what the what the maximum collector's number is for the set. So it's 303, which is Odin's Revenge. So I type that into the random number generator, and 150, I don't think that's uh, an actual game piece. Nope, it looks like it ends at 125, so I'll hit enter again. 207, that's interesting. Okay, so we got an LE, nice. So that's kind of an oddity. So Frozen North, number 207, limited edition, is the 
Pirate CSG card of the day. This is the Icicle. It's a pirate one-masted longship. And maybe the only longship they got, I want to say. Or, or no, they got the Dharma too, but only a couple. And uh, so pirate one-masted longship, limited edition. So pretty tough to get, pretty expensive. Uh, 10 points, 3 cargo, SL move. The cannon is 3L. And along with the longship keyword, this ship's crew cannot be eliminated unless she sinks. So you've got decent stats and attributes, but the problem is you can ram that mast off and make the ship mostly irrelevant. Um, she, the speed and cargo suggest she could maybe be an empty gold runner, the, but the pirates have way better choices for that, like Bonnie Liz and Bloody Jewel come to mind with the same speed, but better durability. Um, the, the ability is nice, crew can't be eliminated, um, but on a one master, she could just be sunk easily anyway, so there's not that ability isn't very beneficial to a small ship. I guess you could camp out at home with like a, a ransom crew, like the Hag of Tortuga that adds plus five to the build total, or Calypso if you're basing her at home, but uh, there's still better ships for that for the most part. So the Icicle would be good actually as a Viking longship because it would give them, I think that would be their cheapest empty gold runner longship, um, but it's pirate of course, and they get like a discount. This would be decent for the Vikings because they really need some help with gold runners, but the pirates do not. They're the best faction in the game for getting gold, so the Icicle is pretty much forgotten about, partly because of rarity and partly because she's pretty much irrelevant to the pirate faction. So, statistically, it's not a terrible ship, but given the competition and the faction and, uh, you know, value for points, it's, it's not great. So, ranking it out of 10, um, that's tough because it's really not, there's not a lot of, there's nothing really to complain about other than the point cost, I suppose. So, I'd say probably a 4 out of 10, maybe 3.5, just because the competition is so fierce within the pirate faction, and she's mostly irrelevant in terms of the game's history, and yeah, if she was a Viking ship, she would rate high for them, but as a ship, um, can't go too much high. Uh, I'd probably say 5 out of 10, I don't know, I might revise my rating, actually, because she could be a decent hybrid or gunship, actually, too. You could put a captain on, and then leave the other two cargo spaces open, and then the crew can't be eliminated, so, so that could help. So I'd say maybe 5 out of 10. Um, within the pirate faction, though, you're pretty much never going to use her unless you had to or didn't have didn't have other ships to go to because you ran out of ships or whatever. So that, that concludes that one. And then for the picture of the day, I've actually got my WordPress post up here. And uh, we have the San Cristobal and this picture from Economy Edition where... Uh, the, the Americans actually built Thompson's Island on an arch, and you'll see more of that in the upcoming weeks on the blog, because I'm going to be posting a lot of pictures of Economy Edition, because June 2015 was uh, the time that I played Economy Edition. So here you can see a view from Thompson's Island, and actually looking down at the English and the Americans uh, starting a battle. So they fought over this wild island uh, a bunch of times, actually, in Economy Edition. And uh, more on that later, though, and I'll include a link to Economy Edition, of course, as always, uh, in the description. And then this next picture is actually one of my favorites that I ever took for Pirate CSG. It's the San Cristobal. She went on a fort-building expedition for the FS, the Franco-Spanish, because she has a max speed of SSLS, which is the fastest in the game for a large ship, especially if you double it um, with Victor de Alba, Extra Action, who's actually linked to the San Cristobal, so kind of... It's just a really extreme combo, which you may have heard about already in the Rise of the Fiends set review podcast. 
And this is one of my favorite pictures though, because the color is great. The lighting, there's just natural lighting from the window that looked really good, didn't need the flash. Um, the San Cristobal is a pretty ship, nice new lines. And uh, the reef and the island and the fort just really make it for me though. Um, I just think it's one of the better pictures I've ever taken for pirates though. And that's actually on a few flyers I printed out um, a year or two ago that I hopefully will use more someday. Um, so that's the picture of the day. And that pretty much concludes the vlog. Um, I'm hoping to have more pages up, but I'm not sure if that'll happen quite yet. It might be a week or more before I get more pages up. Uh, I want to do an information page and then a page with like resources, like files and whatnot. So that's what I'm generally planning. I might pivot from that. We'll see. And uh, and yeah, the, the Wrecking Forts article is the main thing I wrote today. So check that out if you want to or if you don't prefer video form um, or something like that. And uh, I did I did add a few more things towards the end, too, in terms of gameplay and uh, niche tactics, because there's some unique treasures that could help you with forts, um, specifically wine, which I'll bring up real quick. Um, so wine, the UT, as part of the end of the ability, it says this ship cannot shoot or be shot at if it's within an S of an opponent's home island or fort, so you could be immune to forts that way. Um, so you could do something weird where um, you could tow a flotilla with an S of the fort and then shoot away because the ship's immune so then you wouldn't have to worry about maneuvering quite as much. So interesting little tactics and whatnot. Uh, always fun to think about. So this was uh, the third video vlog and uh, hopefully I'll be back more next week. And in the meantime, check out my YouTube channel because I'm planning to upload a new video tomorrow. So thanks for watching.